You're listening to the Imagine, Capture, Create podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Imagine, Capture, Create podcast. This is episode 10. Got Woo. Logan and Luke Holiday back with us. Hey, what's, up? what's going on? All right. What's happening, guys? So it's good. Been a busy uh, few days for us. I think um, the topic of today is going to be weddings. Not that either or the th- any one of the three of us is getting married, but we're going to talk about. I actually am. No, I'm just kidding. All right, Logan, t- can you can <laughs> you tell us a little bit more about that? <laughs> Shotgun wedding. No, Shotgun. <laughs> but actually, you know, um, you know, it's been kind of a busy couple of days. Logan and I traveled out to Big Cedar Lodge in uh, Branson, Missouri area, and um, shot a wedding. I did the photos. Logan did the video, mm-hmm. and had an awesome time. Pretty busy, you know, twenty hours of driving back and forth, and you know, two days of yes. nonstop shooting. And I didn't have to drive at all. And yeah, we just chilled. <laughs> Thanks, so, Brian. <laughs> he played some YouTube videos for us and kept us up on Instagram and Facebook activity. Did you start that edit on the way home? That'd be no, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> I actually fell asleep at one point while we were driving. I mainly just sat there, just like. I don't want to record or do anything right now after filming for so many hours straight. I was like, let's take a break. There are times where it's like, I've shot so many pictures. I don't want to take another picture. I don't want to pick my camera up for a day or two. Yep. I feel that. So, well, so tell us about your, your wedding. You just, um, you did one as well. Yeah. This weekend I second shot, uh, for a good friend of mine, Corey Woodruff. He's a really good wedding videographer. He's been doing it for a while now and that's like his, his main job at the moment. So he's, he's kind of a veteran in that field. So that's a, that's the third wedding I've second shot for him specifically. And, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been really good. It was at Coney Island. So they have a wedding venue called Moonlight Gardens Gardens. And, uh, yeah, it was really neat. It's really fun. Cool. Um, so Corey, I've seen some, you know, Logan shared with some of Corey stuff. Great, Mm -hmm. great work. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure it'd be great to, work with someone at that level, that caliber to, to you know, kind of challenges. Yes. Shout out to Corey. We'll put his Instagram in the bio or <laughs> yes, the his, description. His stuff in the bio. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So um, what else is going on with you, Luke? We haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. Yeah. I mean, just school mainly. Uh, I finished another edit for a band called Telehope. Yeah. So that was really fun to do. Um, I've done, I made two videos for them and I expect to work with them in the future Maybe do some music videos. I haven't Sweet. proposed that to them yet, but I I really want to do that. Absolutely. So. Yeah. If you need somebody to carry your gear, let me know. I'll come along and just <laughs> help load in and load yes. out. All right. Yeah. That's someone else we can shout out as well, too, is Telehope. They're all super cool. Go listen. Hello to the now. It's out. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw a little oh, snippet to your edits. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure it's going to be super, you know, um, super sweet pretty hype they put on quite a show so i did my best to capture like their energy and their rawness their uh yeah just their their hype on stage it was really cool to witness and capture where was the show at it was at madison theater in cincinnati yeah Mm -hmm. yeah been there Mm -hmm. sweet yeah cool just last (laughs) summer you know i've only lived i've lived in uh, where where we're at here now for a year and a half but every year they have a big um, park picnic Mm-hmm. Or you know, a party for the whole neighborhood, and they play Telehope. That's how I oh, met really? them last summer. They were just down the street, a couple of blocks at the park. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Small world. Are you talking about the park across the river? No, the Haldeman Park. 
It's I only a couple been to blocks down from here. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. I haven't been to that one. Yeah, so it was That's pretty sweet. cool. Yeah. So, yeah, so it was exciting. Um, you know, I kind of blogged about uh, my first time shooting a wedding and what did I learn. You know, and some of the stuff was already thought about beforehand, but I thought we'd just kind of throw some things on the table and, and kick around mm-hmm. challenges that we have, uh, things we've learned, what we would do uh, different the next time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of the three points that I covered was, um, you know, plan, plan, plan. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I call it uh, shoot, shoot, shoot. And then, you know, of course, three. I love things in threes. I had to go with uh, flow, flow, flow as the the third topic. But, yeah. you know, planning, you know, did a lot of planning up front. But I sometimes feel like when it comes to a wedding, you can you can almost not over plan, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it's very important, the communication with the bride and groom, to try to get to know them, you know, as well as yep. you can. And mm-hmm. sometimes that might only be, there's only enough time for maybe one or two meetings. It might be phone calls. Like in my case, it was my cousin's wedding. So we had to have phone calls, you know, so it wasn't face to face, but still good communication. Mm-hmm. Um, in this particular case, um, she was not very particular. She had certain things she wanted, but then most of the things were, you know, it was very casual. So in a lot of ways that, Seems cool, seems great, but that has its challenges in itself because, you know, um, a lot of ways I'm wired to be a little more structured. So Mm -hmm. sometimes you do have to kind of drive to things that maybe they don't request, but maybe after Mm -hmm. they see, they'll realize they want. Right. right? You know, Um, so uh, we met the first day and and kind of had to kind of recap conversations her and I had and and, uh, it was a great time. But how do you go about Luke? Um, you know, as a second shooter, how do you and Corey mm-hmm. go about planning even your own activities? Yeah. So planning as a second shooter is a lot different than, uh, as a primary shooter. It's for me, it's been a little bit easier, maybe a lot easier because kind of all I have to do is just be like, Hey Corey, uh, you know, what's, what's the couple about yeah. what, what do they expect or want out of their video? Um, you know, what kind of coverage do they want? And then just following along with Corey's style as well. Like he wants me rolling the whole time during the ceremony or whenever, when anyone talks. So yeah, just knowing the expectation of the primary videographer as well as the couple and just trying to deliver or over deliver, uh, as best you can on the day of. And like you said, just the flow, just going with it because you always have to ask like where things are. You never know, like, every single detail of the day until the day so sure yeah just be ready to to go on a moment's notice yeah 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 i know um you said something that made me think you know logan and i was driving back and we did try to do something somewhat constructive Mm -hmm. even though we were wore out you know we started listening to um a lot of tracks and try to choose what would be the right music to play with the track and the bride and the groom didn't have any requests didn't have any specifics, so it was kind of, you know, left up to us. And, yeah. and you know, Logan and I got talking. I said, you know, how, how I think is you have to learn the bride and groom sometimes in a short window of time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes maybe for you as a second shooter, it's the day of. I You're not, you know, Corey, you know, even Corey might be somewhat removed if there was a wedding planner or a photographer who was actually leading or creative director or that was yeah. actually leading it. So, you know, my thoughts were, you know, what do we know about them? And, yeah. and then what's the feel of the moment? What's mm. the feel of the mood of the day? What's the feel of the environment that we're in? Like we were at a small mm. little chapel, 
you know, so we had the mountains and the, mm. the trees and this little chapel sitting there and it's 21 people and, you know, just yeah. had a real, you know, peaceful mood about the day. The congregation, you know, it was all family. So it was, um, yeah. the bride chose to not get ready with anybody. She wanted to just sit in the dressing room and just be by herself and be mm-hmm. at peace, you know, so we started kicking that around and, mm. and I think we come up with a decent, you know, some backing tracks that will fit that. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's just how we felt it and how we saw it through our through our eyes. Yeah. You know. So um, what about music? How's that? How, how do you guys work through that? Music is huge. So I, I really want to talk about the one time that I was the first shooter for a wedding because yeah. that's the one I was most invested in, the one that I spent all that time uh, preparing and preparing for and editing. Uh, and the song choice was huge. And I think it's going to be from here on out when I, uh, do a wedding that, that I'm in charge of, uh, just because, well, first of all, structure, it's got to have sort of a, uh, a chronological feel like it takes you somewhere because I like to edit my wedding videos, you know, from, from start to finish of, of the day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that kind of feel was really important as well as kind of, uh, like you said, capturing the, the atmosphere and in, in the mood of, of the day, as well as reflecting who the couple is. Yeah. So particularly on the wedding that I shot back in April, uh, we, I had one meeting with the bride and groom beforehand. The, the bride went to my high school, so I, I knew her already, okay. um, and her family. So, so that was helpful for sure. And but then she started throwing out song suggestions, but was basically like, yeah, we don't really, we don't really care what the song is. Just, you know, here are a few ideas. And that weren't exactly what I was, what I had had in mind, but I wasn't sure yet either. So actually the sister, the younger sister of the bride suggested a certain song, the one that I ended up going with. And I was like, yeah, that's it. But I could tell that the bride, like, maybe was unsure about it, wasn't feeling it. Maybe she was. I don't know. Maybe I was just misreading her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But then I actually went to the rehearsal and uh, the wedding rehearsal the the day before. And I put together a little edit that night, a little 40 second edit of the of the rehearsal uh, with that song. And I wanted to see how it would resonate. And so and then she messaged me back and she absolutely loved it. And like all their family was like going crazy over this little edit I made. And uh, and so I was like, okay, that's the one. Sure. Now, Logan, you've had a chance, you know, one night, right, last night to take the song, edit some clips, um, any kind of feel you're getting from it at this point? No, I agree. Um, with the the song is very much key. And the song that we picked, um, we'll, we can put the link in the, the description in case people want to check out the song that we, we chose. So we're not like playing it during the podcast. But I think it really does fit because... I don't know how every wedding goes, being the fact this is my first one I filmed, and I've never really been in a lot of weddings either. We started the day out with yoga, yes. so hmm. that yeah, so it's a little bit different. <laughs> I I don't I mean I don't know how many people actually do that, but that right there is like you know I'm editing the video from start to finish as well, so that yoga and everything kind of sets the tone for the whole day, and she even talked about it herself as well yeah. too. So picking that song has got to like really really like nail it from the beginning mm-hmm. of setting that mood for the whole day. But we kind of went from a pretty kind of mellow, like slow song. Um, it works pretty well. And plus, 
you know, all the way through the ceremony, very small, not a lot of people. Um, and then all the way to the reception, there wasn't a lot of dancing. I mean, some people dance, but very mm-hmm. much the whole day just kind of had that like peace. Like everybody's happy, but no one's like going like crazy right. necessarily. Yeah. 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 You don't want to want, you don't want one of those like super hype recap video songs yeah. that some people use for wedding videos because it just doesn't work. You wait for the college football team to bust out of the background. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we're, <laughs> but you know, it was interesting. The yoga, um, the bride led the yoga class and that's what she wanted part of her day. She wanted to, like Logan said, she's a yoga the, instructor, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. she wanted to set that tone. That's yeah. what she wanted. And, um, you know, of course I've never went, took pictures of anybody doing yoga and, and nor has Logan shot any video. Did you guys participate in we the yoga? We did not, but afterwards I'll be honest with you, I was like, we should have we should have got a mat and, and uh I kinda wanted to afterwards to be honest. Like yeah. sometimes yeah. my like hip bothers me a little bit, like with the tendon on the side. And then she was talking about something how like everything revolves around like the hips or whatever and you know, stretch and let it out. It was cool how she kind of explained the yoga just because I feel like the general perception is like you're weird mm-hmm. if you do yoga. And I feel like she did a good job of like walking everybody she through because yeah. probably most of the people there have never done yoga in their right. life. And Josh is a yoga instructor, um, Josh Morrow. So, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he can uh, he can enlighten us. You know, yes. even more when we see him next. That and, is true. Yeah. I might go to one of his classes now, to Absolutely. be honest. Yeah. No, you said it out loud, so you got to go. Oh, uh, yeah. Now, yeah. now Josh is going to listen to this and message me and be like, here's when you come to the yoga class. I expect you to be there. Yeah. The but, challenge there, though, was you could tell that, one, most of the people, if not all the people, had not done yoga. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. That, you know, people are uncomfortable. The second thing is most people are in their fitness wear. And it was the nine o'clock in the morning. So then you have two guys with cameras walking around a, a group of people that are already uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, so it, it initially it just felt kind of awkward, you know, like, you know, I, I'm, yeah. I'm supposed to take pictures. I'm supposed to we're supposed to shoot video, but you're looking at me like. Please don't take my picture. Yeah. You know, uh, well, I actually right. had someone tell me not to take my picture, not to take their video, or they would like hurt me. <laughs> Which is yeah. Um, yeah. crap. It was Matt, I think. Yeah. Is that his name? Matt. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yes. Yeah. You just tell him you weren't going to make the cut anyways. <laughs> That's right. We'll just cut that out. <laughs> yes. I will say it was it was interesting filming the yoga. I've never already on top of never filming a wedding before. I've never filmed yoga. So can't say I have either. It yeah. was it had its challenges because you're trying to move around, but then like you know they're doing like one pose or whatever, and then all of a sudden now they flip around the person's butts in your face, and then like you're trying to maneuver around and try to like uh, make it awkward or get like awkward shots or potentially inappropriate shots sure. like of people yeah. doing the pose. But hey, do something you never done before. So we did that. That's right. It's a yeah. creative challenge. <laughs> That's for sure. I mean. I was like, uh, right. the entire time. <laughs> I swear I'm not weird, but yeah. the bride wants us to film this. <laughs> so, um, let me ask this, Luke. Yeah. Because, oh, I'll call it a creative director and not the wedding mm-hmm. planner, but someone who, who can help not be busy with shooting, but could help to make sure that we got the shot list. We got the things we wanted. Do you guys work in that way? I mean, how do you, how do you and Corey walk away and, and know that you potentially got all the key shots that need to happen and then everything else? Is there a process there? 
I guess there are just general categories when it comes to a wedding day, because I don't want to say, because wedding videos aren't and shouldn't be formulaic, but the days are, I mean, they have a structure to them. And so filming each separate piece of that structure is, is a good shot list in and of itself. Um, as well as, you know, we'll have different categories like, okay, we're, we're going to need exteriors. We're going to need some B-roll of this, of this certain venue yeah. or wh- whenever we, we change scenes, you know, we need our establishing shot or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's, I guess, how we go about shot listing because we don't actually put together right. a real yeah. shot list yeah. uh, and just observing and seeing what's, what's going on and what's important. That's also another reason why it's good to have a meeting with the bride and groom beforehand because you ask them, okay, what are the key points of your wedding day that are different or special that you want me to capture? And so you'll go into that day already knowing what those things are. Right. Like for for me, they, they were super like not picky or anything, but they said, uh, actually, when people walk into the reception, they all have their own little special dance planned for it and so just as long as you get that that's all we really need and so yeah and so I made sure that that was a priority and and made it in the video so sure yeah yeah Yeah. and and there there is a difference between taking a photo and taking video Mm -hmm. you know Logan and I spoke about this where it's not I'm not saying video is easier Mm -hmm. but yes shotless it's probably less it's more about there is a structure to the day and capturing you know you could actually just film the ceremony in entirety move around you actually captured the bride coming down the aisle you captured the vows you captured the kiss mm-hmm. walking out of the chapel there's other things that happen but in general whereas a photographer you you better nail when you folks set focus and take the shot you know you better walk away with the shots whereas video you might mm-hmm. you might have the overall scene mm-hmm. i think key is what you said too is that establishing shot the b-roll yeah. So you can transition between, you know, scenes or locations or, mm-hmm. or activities. Um, but, um, you know, I've always kind of thought that, you know, we all get in our mode, right? We all get in the shoot, shoot, shoot. And, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes we can also get in the moment. I kind of said that in the blog is mm-hmm. you, know, you can get caught up in the day. Yeah. You know, because it's, you know, it's, it's an awesome day. Everybody's, you know, you, you, you can build off people's happiness. Yeah. People's excitement. You know, um, just watching the wedding, you can get kind of emotional. You know, it yeah. depends on the what's going on. I almost cried. Yeah, Logan almost <laughs> cried. Um, you know, the groom was saying his vows, and he started crying. I look over, and Logan's tearing up. I got to get the Kleenexes out. I'm just joking, but he told it's me that mess. afterwards. Yes. But um, so yeah, you can kind of get caught up in that, and you got to keep focused. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're super fun. Yeah. Just like especially the i mean the first the, the wedding that i was a primary shooter for it was a friend of mine and there were a lot of other friends there at the wedding too so i was like half shooting the wedding half hanging out with people right. and in a way it helped me capture it better because i under like i understood and kind of got the feeling of the day better than i would have if it was mm-hmm. a bunch of strangers around right. me right. but yeah at the same time it is easy to like get distracted or not be working when you should be. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of it. It's 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 almost as much non-technical stuff that you have to mm-hmm. get good at. You yeah. know, again, it's feeling the vibe, feeling the movement of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, seeing what's happening, what seems to be. You know, maybe you didn't talk about it, but I need to capture that. Yeah. That's a piece that, again, what I always say is, what's the marketing 
term where, or how they say it, where, you know, the customer doesn't know what they want until you show them what they want. And I think mm-hmm. it's in photos yeah. and videos, the same thing as you may never even talk about capturing that moment, but when you do and you play it back and they look at it and it's just, you know, it can be like a, yeah, you know, a nugget of, right. um, I was going to say also sometimes some people may have that idea in their head, but they, if they're not necessarily like creatively minded, they might not know how to explain that to you. I want this shot or whatever, or this is, you know, what I'm imagining. Some people can't explain that as well too. So I do feel like though with, uh, this wedding, one thing to take consideration for anybody else that films a wedding in the future for myself is didn't realize how important it was communicating with the people that are at the wedding, which it was easy. It's a small venue. So I think I probably talked to just about everybody there at one point or another. Um, But it's like, I mean, communicating with people, I feel like it made it, like you said, you kind of get more of a feel for the wedding and everybody there and stuff like that. That really helped me out a lot as well too. But I also, it's nothing that I thought about going into the wedding until I got there. People were walking up, talking to me. Oh, you film, you're filming the video. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, what do you do? You know, yeah. I wasn't expecting so much communication with everybody in the wedding mm-hmm. as well either, right. but it was fun for sure. I know I told Brian, I didn't tell you this, but I almost wasn't sure whether I'd enjoy filming a wedding or not <laughs> because I was like, this is probably going to be really stressful. Yeah. But I mean, really, but at the end of the day, after we started shooting stuff, like, all the stress went away or nervousness just got everything that we needed enjoyed the day it was a lot of fun yeah yeah that that was a huge thing for me because i i knew i i wanted to get into shooting weddings i wanted to i mean not like forever not for my whole life but i knew i wanted to make that a thing that i wait a minute you do. might become the rock star of weddings <laughs> oh god don't discount it now. please no <laughs> uh yeah and i was just so scared because i was like okay this wedding, it, it only happens once and you got to make it count. So yeah. So I guess advice for people who may be listening that are thinking about shooting weddings and just haven't because they're too afraid, uh, maybe shoot a wedding of someone that you know first Mm, and, and that you trust. Cause then it's, cause I mean, it was still nerve wracking for me at first until like halfway through the day. But once once I made it to the venue and it was just kind of, and I knew the schedule, it was just rocking and rolling, just sure. using my general videography experience. And, uh, that enough was that, that was enough to, uh, give me confidence to shoot the rest yeah. of the day. Yeah. Yeah. It's that fear of missing the shot and ruining someone's yep. day. Basically mm-hmm. not that their whole entire day is ruined, but it's like, you know, they're expecting this recap to like, relive the moment mm-hmm. or show other people yeah. who didn't come it's like so about that my camera wasn't even on you know was yeah. <laughs> i was talking the to time. the uncle over there in the corner <laughs> of the chapel during the ceremony yeah. i missed the whole ceremony yeah. but you make a great point because i just lived it is when you do a wedding for someone you know now there could be that could go both ways right mm-hmm. you know um but in this particular case, it did help um, for me and I think Logan. Um, it helped with a comfort level, especially for me being family, just to uh, be able to mingle and be able to relax a little more. You know, yeah. I still had to be on point, still had to do what I was there to do. Mm-hmm. But it did. I believe it did make a difference the first time out. You know, yeah. if I didn't know anybody, um, 
but uh, you know the expectation can be very high if you know someone as well, you know, mm-hmm. or family, um, you know, so it could yeah. come back and maybe bite you at, at times. You can live with that person. That's right. Forever. Yeah. So you better not mess it up. <laughs> okay, never mind. It's all it's all hard, and there's and the pressure's on always. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. I think if anybody wants to get like shooting into weddings, it's almost better to like if you know somebody or find somebody that has already done it a little bit and experienced yeah. and either like a just shadow them, maybe tag along or second shoot with them. Even if like they don't need a second shooter, you could just shoot it. And then now you have that experience, kind of that initial nervousness out of the way. Right. And any screw ups, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that could be beneficial. My case was a primary shooter, so can't screw up at all. Sure. sure. <laughs> I think in a lot of ways too, um, you know, from a photographer's viewpoint, weddings can be scary because if you if you don't have a variety of experience shooting, and what I talk mm-hmm. about is different lighting conditions, different color temperatures. Yeah. You walk in a room and it's go time mm-hmm. and you go, there's not much light in here. And you have to, and you don't use artificial light. Not, I'm not promoting that. I'm not saying be an, a natural light shooter, but, yeah. you know, that can be very overwhelming, you mm-hmm. know, because a lot of times natural light don't always work necessarily. Yeah. Uh, because you can't just throw up a reflector and try to get somebody by a window when they're not standing by a window <laughs> yeah. and they're backlit and now they're dark. You know, it might work for video. Um, but um, so I think if I would have done a wedding a year, two years ago, I would, I probably wouldn't even said yes. Um, mm. You know, I walk into a situation, you got to gel your lights. You know, mm. I'll gel my speed light and adjust the color temperature on my camera because the ambient light's too warm or I want to match. You know, I don't hit somebody with daylight balanced light and we're in 3200 Kelvin. Yep. You know, so I think that's very overwhelming, you know, can be, you know. Um, but at what point do you have enough variety of experience to go shoot a wedding as well? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I end up... You know, Logan laughed at me, and I didn't use but probably one quarter of the gear I took. But we rented a an SUV, and I folded the back seats down, and I had it packed. I mean, it was, you, you know, you could yes. almost you could you could see out the back window, but I took everything because I didn't want to show up and not have something. Prepared, yeah, you know, because you don't, you know, I've never been. It's not like I could drive down the street to the chapel mm-hmm. and really walk in and see what kind of lighting conditions we might have, or you just kind of do that surveying. Mm-hmm. I'm just showing up for the first time. And, uh, you know, so it had its challenges. Yeah. Knowing your gear, I mean, having, having the right gear and ha- bringing all the equipment that you have is important, but also knowing, knowing your camera, uh, mm-hmm. and knowing what lighting situations you're going to be in is also huge. Like I went with the GH five on my, wedding that I shot in April mm-hmm. and that camera was just so helpful. It wasn't great in low light, but I also, I rented a, uh, Sigma 18 to 35 F 1.8 lens for the day and it, it worked phenomenal. So, cause I, I knew I needed a package that was going to support like decently low light conditions mm-hmm. because you just got to be prepared for those unpredictable situations. So that might mean renting gear for the day of the wedding, uh, I certainly did. I spent about $150 out of the 500 that I got paid just to rent gear because I knew that that was going to be a huge investment, not only in that specific video that I was making, but I mean, the rest of my career, really, because right. the first wedding video that you put out there is going to be, um, if you if you do put it, if you do choose to put it out there, uh, 
which I did, it, it's going to be how people are going to see how you do weddings. And yeah. so that's how you're going to get future gigs. So yeah, just investing in yourself and knowing the gear that you bring to the wedding day right. is sure. Make or break huge. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That yeah. is also the nervousness as well as the wedding. It's like, people are going to see this. Yeah. I hope it looks good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, um, another good point there with gear, you know, uh, the right gear and knowing your gear is, is huge in, in renting. You know, it's again, mm-hmm. we've talked about that. Um, I think a lot of people, um, don't, doesn't think about that option and mm-hmm. it's, it's fairly reasonable to, to rent. Oh yeah. You know? and, and I agree with you that $150 was well worth oh, that investment for sure. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. So, you know, uh, in the blog, I kind of wrote about, you know, shoot, shoot, shoot. I think we all kind of know, um, you know, really in a lot, what, what we do, we'd rather walk away with more photos, mm-hmm. um, or more video footage, um, than we need versus mm-hmm. walk away and not have enough you yeah. know, in certain cases. Yeah. Um, keep on shooting. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather be more annoyed, like in post-production of like, Oh, I got to look through all of these clips mm-hmm. than like sitting there and like freaking out. Cause it's like, I didn't get that shot. Right. And I, there's no going back. So yeah. I'd rather have like three of that shot or something. You want to have the problem of, oh, no, I got I got too many good clips. Right. For this for this song. I can make two videos. Yeah. Let's <laughs> let's make it a 30 minute video. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a series. That yeah. would be insane. <laughs> On Netflix. Two web series. Yeah. <laughs> Just one wedding. Wedding day part one of three. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So going with the flow, that was the third point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, anything in life we do, um, if we always got to have that mindset of things can change, wedding days, big time. I mean, there's so much that's structured and to the T and this timing and one person could be late or not show up. Um, yeah. Or crash their motor scooter. That's or what. crash their motor scooter. Um, we were talking about this before we went live. Um, my cousin who was officiating the wedding um, decided to bring a motorized scooter to Big Cedar Lodge and, and wiped out. So two hours before the wedding, he's in urgent care getting stitches and, and a CAT scan. Um, you know, I think probably one of our bigger challenges, Logan, mm-hmm. um, was the, uh, it's, it's not a big challenge, but it was something we didn't expect, is when we went to film the bride and her friends, because they didn't have groomsmen or bridesmaids, Mm-hmm. But uh, we were going to capture just those candid moments of the, you know, the kind of the girls getting ready. And so we showed up at three o'clock and, and at the spa and we walked in and the bride had decided that she just wanted to have you know mm-hmm. some alone time. Yeah. And so that kind of changed. It, you know, we were walking yeah. in in one frame of mind and quickly had to switch gears and say, OK, we're not yeah. going to get any candid shots of, of, of the girls getting ready. Yeah. And, um, you know, so we captured the other detail shots, the you know, the gown and you know, the shoes and the rings and things like that. But, that decision uh, right there kind of dictates how the rest of the video is going to be right. editing wise. Now that I'm not having to include those other people, it's very crucial that they're try to include them with either the yoga or like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and the reception as well too. But really though, kind of the whole day and the flow of the video is, I mean, as much as those people are there, obviously they're not the focus though. Mm -hmm. So as much as I have shots, you know, people talking candid type of thing, you know, just enjoying the time there, there probably won't be like a ton of that. It's really just going to be, you know, 
her teaching the, you know, the yoga class and then, you know, helping her. I don't know how to word it, but like when she helped her husband or at the time, future husband, but, uh, you know, with some of the poses and stuff like that, like those moments, um, they're more important. Their first dance. Yeah. Yeah. Which I feel pretty good about that. Um, I did not rent any gear for this. I actually Mm -hmm. bought something. (laughs) I bought a gimbal. With the intention that not just for like shooting weddings in the future, if I do, but just in general, I've been looking to eventually get a gimbal. But then as I started thinking about it and, you know, my setup, I was like, it's probably going to be pretty important that I have a gimbal or something of a stabilizer shooting the wedding, which I'm happy I did because there's a lot of moments where there's some some shots that I probably wouldn't have been able to pull off. Yep. For dance, for dances, they're huge. Mm-hmm. You know, being able to separate them from whatever background there might be, and kind of get that rotate rotating around them shot. Yes, you definitely cannot do that handheld, not with most ca- unless you have the GH five. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. You walk no, very carefully. Yeah. We're not as lucky as you, Luke. Yeah. So we're not shooting with the GH five. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, those are uh, those are sweet shots. You, you want to know another challenge that we had that. <laughs> So what I've noticed in wedding videos, and I think you even said too, is Mike the groom or whatever during the ceremony. Yeah. The only problem with that, with this, is I, we don't have a lavalier or lapel mic. And I didn't really think about it a whole lot just because I've seen plenty of wedding videos where people didn't mic up during the ceremony. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of split 50-50 on whether I should do that or not. And the bride and groom were kind of pretty up in the air on what they wanted, like that nothing specific or details like that. So we set up like the directional mic, but when we got into the chapel, it was so echoey and so much reverb that yeah. honestly, no matter what mic that we put in there probably would have not sounded that good. But I still mic'd up. I had a stationary camera set to the side as I'm getting other shots moving around. Mm-hmm. And I put the Rode Video Mic Pro on that. Um, it captured some pretty decent audio, but that was just the one challenge, you know, we didn't really know about is going in yeah. and trying to figure out how am I going to try to capture some of the audio of this? Like I can't have the mic right up on them. Mm -hmm. And then I don't have a lavalier lapel mic, you know, it's super echoey. So that presents a lot of challenges in itself as well too, is audio, which I feel like people forget when they shoot a wedding. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. luckily the, the couple that I was, that I did shot the wedding for, they weren't really wanting or expecting any audio. Actually, uh, even though they weren't, they said they would. It would be cool if I could get some audio. And so I was like, okay, I know a friend uh, that goes to UC. I'll just get a mic from her because she said she had a lav mic. And so I messaged her. I said, hey, you mind if I borrow your lav mic for the weekend? <laughs> and I go to pick it up, and because she had left it with another classmate of mine, uh-huh. and I I went there and it was it was one of these. Oh, was it really? And so I was like, oh, that's not a lav mic. <laughs> For, so, for those out there, he just pointed to the mic we're using a podcast yeah. here in the studio to podcast Big, with. Like, yeah, try gaff taping that to the groom's <laughs> chest. <laughs> That'd oh, be quite man. a sight. Yeah, uh, yeah, because we we you know we're we're thinking about you know, doing a little bit of voiceover, so you know, kind of taking snippets of mm-hmm. you know what they're saying and and, yeah. and using it. I think mm-hmm. is is going to work out pretty nice. It's also the pieces of. Uh, her, I don't, was, is Alice her best friend or her, her, one of her best friends? Yeah. Yes. One of her best friends, they spoke during the reception and then her now husband's daughter, she spoke as well too. But that was also one thing that like 
didn't really think about it until like the time that it was happening and it was kind of just in the moment going with the flow luckily i had thought about it just a couple minutes before and so i had mike i had rebalanced my gimbal and put the road mic on it Mm -hmm. so then when those moments came i was like thank goodness because there is probably no way i would have been able to get decent audio from that right Mm -hmm. so going with the flow luke what's is something come to your mind where in the couple videos you've shot where you've walked in thinking one thing and had to really uh, change it up yeah i guess just uh first thing that comes to mind is camera setups so it takes time to change a lens it takes time to you know put on or take off a mic or battery grip when you're switching to a gimbal, Uh, especially if you're using a Ronin M, which you have to literally piece the thing together. So in one sense, you have to be prepared for kind of anything to happen. Um, But in another sense, sometimes it's just like you got to know how to switch really fast. (laughs) So yeah, I guess the first thing that came to mind was uh, I heard they were going to do like a sparkler exit and I knew I knew the shot I wanted. I, I knew I wanted to follow in front with a gimbal, like kind of walk backwards. And I wanted that to be. I was like, yes, it's a perfect ending for the video because it's the ending to the day. It's nice and you know cinematic and everything. And I had a handheld setup going on at the time, and so I was like, okay, I need to switch to the gimbal right now. And uh, so I, luckily, I'd kept it close by, like stuffed under a table. Um, and so I was just able to pull that out, bounce it real quick, and. Uh, just just go about five minutes later so yeah i guess just being on your toes being ready for for anything to happen because you might need to get a different shot a a shot that requires a different setup that than the one you have out currently yeah Mm -hmm. now do you shoot with a second camera or do you have it just one trying to think actually i think i brought two cameras that day just in case like gh5 gh5 broke or something right. Right. so if you do have two cameras i suggest you bring both but mm-hmm. um lately when i've been second shooting i've just brought one yeah and i only used the gh5 when i when i used it yeah mm-hmm. and I, I brought a second body mm-hmm. you know this in this case too and you know that and that's not always easy right and none mm-hmm. of us can you know, we can maybe afford to get another, you know, con- you know, light or yeah. you know, something else. But to buy another mm-hmm. camera body is not always um, yes. achievable for everybody to have. But 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 yeah. huge, right? You know, if your camera dies, or like you said, if you got yours loaded on balanced on a gimbal, and all of a sudden you see another shot that, you know, or vice versa, you know, your, mm-hmm. your handheld holding, and all of a sudden you see the gimbal shot right there in mm-hmm. front of you. You know, if you yep. just grab and go. But yes, I did also bring the exact same camera body, but fortunately enough, I was going to rent one if I wasn't able to get one, but my uncle so happened to have bought the same camera body as me mm. a couple of months ago. So I was like, Hey, can I uh, borrow this for the weekend? <laughs> so that was great. And then also, like I said, I put it since I did have it, I did use it as well too. You know, it's there. Why yeah. not try to use it? Um, so, you know, the stationary setup on the tripod during the ceremony was a nice little piece just to have some snippets as well as I'm kind of moving around. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, but then also in case, you know, my camera craps out or, you know, maybe Logan didn't balance his gimbal and he just dropped his camera on the ground or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would well, i tell you what. Question. Luke. Yeah. Um, Long term, probably not the wedding cinematographer, but you continue to do you'll continue to do weddings right you enjoy it yeah for yeah, sure absolutely at least the next 
year or two, you know, while I'm still in college. Right. Uh, definitely still, because I've still only shot one, like been the primary shooter for one. So I have two more than I'm doing, one on October 6th and another one on November 11th, I think, right. something like that. Cool. So Second shooter or primary? primary. Okay. Yeah. I, I have a second shooting gig this weekend as well, which will be fun. Nice. Uh, so yeah, going forward, I definitely want to keep doing more, but then long term, hopefully shifting into more DPing. So d- DPing commercials, music videos, and hopefully narrative stuff at mm-hmm. some point. But yeah, nice. wedding videos, they're really fun, but they also pay the bills. So <laughs> bread and right. butter, right? Yeah, bread butter. Yeah. yeah. Logan, you uh, you up for another wedding? I actually really am. Watch, this will be the one thing that I've, like, I've said, like, uh, I don't know if I'll like it. Or, like, in the past, I'm like, oh, I don't ever want to film a wedding. That's stupid. Like, right. too much stress or whatever. Uh-huh. Then I'll just be like, that's all I film. Yeah, and it, it's so important. Like, in life, we'll, we will get a bias. You know, there's so mm-hmm. many things over the last few years I've had an opinion up front that I'll never wear this. I'll never <laughs> do that. You know, and yeah. then next thing you know, I look at it four or five years down the road and I'm doing that. And I'll wear yeah. that. Yeah. You know, so I always I always try to go into it and say, you know, to make the right decision, you really, in a lot of things, mm-hmm. you really just have to try. Mm-hmm. You have to give it an honest effort. That way, yeah. when you say weddings or whatever is really not for me, you've tried it. It's not just been a some biased opinion that, yeah. and you've never, you never actually even executed mm-hmm. anything. You yeah. just don't think you'll like it. Don't knock it till you try it. Right. True. You know, there's a lot of things like I never thought I would like video, you know, mm-hmm. and until you try it. Then Me you, neither. Then you get hooked, you know. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, but uh, but that's cool. Uh, and I'm the same way. I, I second, I'm going to be a second shooter New Year's Eve for a wedding uh, mm-hmm. with my friend Ken. So, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of more excited about that, you know, yeah. and um, I'm very open to to grow in that area mm-hmm. of doing weddings or, or doing some more second shooting, get some more experience. So, yeah. um, you know, it's been, it was a great time. Yeah. I'm yeah. down to shoot more as well too. Cause now after doing this first one and it going well, it's like, I have the confidence that now I'm like, yes, I yeah. can totally like do this by myself and do another one or whatever. Yeah. I think in the future, I probably, if I had like my own gig or whatever, doing the primary shooting by myself, I probably would bring along a second shooter. Yeah. Cause that is one thing I did realize it is nice to have, like, you know, take a little, and then the big thing is, since this one was more chill, that's not the case, but in future weddings, being able to split up and like, okay, second shooter, go with the groom and I'll stay with the bride. Like mm-hmm. this was very easy. Everything was right there. Plus they didn't, neither of them really had like wanted a whole lot of shots of like preparation and stuff right. like that. So that made that easy for me. But in the future, not a lot of people don't ask for that. They right. want the preparation, you know, and stuff like that with the bridesmaids and, you know, grooms, stuff like that. So second yeah. shooter. Yeah. Cool. For sure. Luke. Yeah. 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 Uh, what? What's the <laughs> no, well, no, I'm just, no. Cause you said you've done a lot of second yeah. shooter. I was like, Luke, oh, I think he's yeah. trying to hire you. <laughs> oh, true. Hey, we hiring for shoot no jobs I have yet. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, cool. This fun. was a great, this was a great talk. Yeah, awesome. I enjoyed it. Um, great subject. Um, mm-hmm. I, I hope uh, everybody listening, you know, kind of grabbed something out of it. Um, hopefully we inspired or, or made someone think mm-hmm. um, even about thinking about weddings, you know, trying it, um, even a second shooter. Um, anything else you guys want to say in closing? Shout out to anybody? 
Hire us. No, I'm just kidding. Hire <laughs> <Your> us. <wedding. laughs> Shout out to this cat for being so chill this time. She is chill. And we had a lot more going on. It's like every every week we got something, <laughs> uh, some some sort of audio. The cat actually, I think, fell asleep at one point. Yeah, yeah. she was asleep for most of it. Yeah, she's cool. She's cool. Just, so Cool. Well, this is it. This is uh, going to wrap up episode 10, talking about wedding photographer, Luke Holiday, Logan Powell. I'm Brian Suman. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Look for us to uh, put out the next episode next week. It'll be episode 11. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mm. we're out of here. Bye. Peace.